want to welcome everyone back to Weekend at Berkman's, the show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Happy Sunday. Already into May for the year. It's May the 4th coming up. You guys mm. Star Wars sci-fi fans by chance? Love Shatner, and I think he's one of the greatest actors ever. Forget what you Star Trek? Star Trek. Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. Mm. What'd you say, Star Wars? Star Wars, Star Trek. I was sort of expecting you to say Dumbledore and Calrissian, but, uh, I, you know, I'm going to sell. Because, again, we got a large audience. I'm going to admit something to everybody here. I have not seen... Oh. I have not seen a single Star Wars movie. Wow. Uh, yeah. That, I'm just I'm just confessing. I'm just letting everybody know. I don't know if that gets us more listeners or not, but I haven't seen them. I but think the last uh, one I saw, I was maybe 10 years old. So, um, yeah. So 12 years ago. Sci-fi. Nice. Wow, we're getting in deep here really early on. So we are going to require <clears throat> you at some point to watch the 1977 A New Hope, George Lucas masterpiece, then report back on your thoughts. I am very much looking forward to that. Let's get into this week in golf. So this is a juicy one, fans. I, uh, we got, so I don't even know where to begin. This this is an hour right here. So uh, as promised, now uh, what I didn't realize was that we were going to have lifestyles of the rich and famous with Mark and Steven. So <laughs> turned into a pro-am party before the pro-am. Uh, I got some uh, text messages sent over <laughs> daily. Uh, I don't remember the others. I, I mean, Jimenez. That was Jimenez. Jimenez. That was with the curl there. Woo. Did you know he is ranked number one on the Champions Tour? I did. You guys were in the presence of greatness. Yep. So tell me about the uh, the pro-am party. Highlights, lowlights, however you guys want to do it. But we, you know, the listeners want to hear. I want to hear. Oh, gosh. Where do we start? Okay, the lowlight. I'm going to give you the lowlight. And and again, I, I'm a Marriott uh, Plutonium member. So, like, I'm a big Marriott guy. The lowlight was the down escalator was out of commission when you came off the walk bridge from the parking lot. And so to get there, you had to go find the elevator. And it was like a freaking where's Waldo uh, in, in, the, in the lobby. And you couldn't find the, we finally found the elevator to go down. And then that's when all the action, that was a low light for me. I mean, you don't have so a you down fit escalator. In, you fit in with all the old guys wandering around like they were lost. Correct. It was pretty bad actually. And there were other people that were lost too. You could come up all day. Actually, Stephen and I dared ourselves. We said, hey, we're young and spry. Let's try to run down the up escalator. But we didn't. We thought better of that. Well, uh, you should have done a you should have done a race to Jansen. That would have been fun. What was the highlight? Oh man. Steven, I mean, highlight for you? Um, highlight for me had to be getting the uh, picture with JD, um, yeah. John Daly. I mean, just looking luscious as all get out with his beautiful white hair combed Santa. over his white beard, looking like Santa Claus. Um, reeked of cigs. I mean, just the John <laughs> Daly perfume. I mean, it was great. Bottled that up, put it on the shelf. 
Uh, also was awesome. highlight yeah. was the was the unlimited uh, drinks and buffet. Took full advantage. Definitely regretted that the next morning when the head was pounding. But the night of was fantastic. Yeah, I, I, the the Champions Tour uh, does it right. Let me put it that way. When they have these programs and these, I don't know if this is something unique to the Insperity, but hats off to the Insperity and all our friends that uh, help sponsor that. Um, but it was fantastic. I mean, you go in, you, you feel like a rock star. They got the food, the accoutrement set out, uh, the full the full bar. Uh, I think one of the highlights for me was um, well, a new bourbon whiskey that was there. Um, I'm going to butcher the name, but basically it was based on that. The, uh, the soldiers that went in first Afghanistan, there's a movie called 12 strong and they have a whiskey or bourbon. I apologize. Um, called horse soldier. And it was fantastic. Uh, and it was based on these guys that were part of that group of guys that went in first had started this whiskey. Fantastic. So that was a highlight for me getting to see all of my, uh, childhood heroes, um, in what was the biggest, biggest name? Biggest name you saw in those two days? I mean, Mike, we saw them all. They were all there. I mean, you got Olaf Nicholas, to, uh, Bernard Longer. Uh, no, Nicholas was not there. I, I apologize. Okay, he wasn't there. He was, he was probably busy. Um, but they were all walking around. We even walked in with Lee Jansen, only to our, to my surprise, I was paired with him in next day's pro-am. And okay, and how, how did we play? Happy. Listen, I don't really like. Were there the, fans? You know, there was a few. Uh, mostly people that were sitting in the stands just to make sure they were structurally sound, probably. Um, but th- no, there are no fans. I mean, I think I earhold. Um, I would have earhold a few people. I did not play up to my nine handicap or down to my nine <laughs> handicap. Um, it was bad. I mean, I was fighting the duck hooks. Uh, all day long. I laid sod over a couple 80 yard wedges. Um, but it's fine. We had a great time. Lee Jansen what was tees? in great form. What tease? Uh, you know, let's not worry about that. Uh, it was probably 6,600 yards, you know, for us uh, non pros. The pros played from the back tees, which was impressive to watch. Um, it was fun. Great time. Great uh, weather. Uh, Lee Jansen, who uh, we played with, fantastic guy. I have nothing but positive things to say about him. And his caddy, Mike, shout out to the uh, Canadian Mike. Uh, he was fantastic, too. So uh, just world class. Uh, really, really cool event. Hopefully I get to do that again. Yeah, shout out to the Champions Tour. I wouldn't have thought that the event would have been as lively as it was, but uh, they know how to do it. That was uh... It is definitely a great event and hope to hope to go back next year, see some more of the stars and hopefully they don't age a day between now and mm-hmm. next year. I had a chance when I, back when I was living in Houston, I went out to the Insperity cause it's, it's free, uh, which free. is a pretty incredible deal, but it, it must've been one of the last events where they had all the greats. I mean, Nicholas was there. I want to say maybe Palmer. I don't remember the year. Miller was there. Trevino was there. I mean, it was incredible, especially for a free event. So um, the uh, Mm. the hat I got signed was uh, Duffy Waldorf. Um, So didn't get the necklace, but, uh, you know, it was it was incredible. I want to fast forward to this week's Champions Tour. Now, uh, one of the members here, this podcast apparently has a history of caddying. 
And uh, this thing, this confluence, I just, it's, you know, it's hard to believe. So, Stephen, uh, why don't you go ahead and, I mean, give us the Cleveland notes on this guy this week, Stephen Alker. Yeah, Stephen Alker wins the Insperity Invitational, I think, by two strokes. He had a killer Saturday and uh, topped it off with winning today. So, yeah, two or four strokes, whatever you want to four say. Four strokes. I mean, yeah, he won a bunch counting. Destroying Stricker. Sorry, still Stricker. hung over from the event on Tuesday Golly. night. Uh, yeah, so we go way back, uh, way back to 2009, uh, working at Glen Eagles Country Club there in Plano, Texas. Shout out Plano and Glen Eagles. Uh, so working there, worked there for four summers, and Glen Eagles hosted uh, for many years in a row the lone U.S. British Open qualifier uh, that happened between the weeks of the Byron Nelson in the Colonial. And it was always on Monday. So I'm out there over the weekend and these pros are coming out to practice. It didn't make the cut at Byron Nelson. And uh, this fella who I come to find out, Stephen Alker, needs a caddy. And uh, offers me to be on his bag for the 36 holes and, and pay me some cash. And Long story short, caddy form for all 36. He uh, unfortunately did not uh, make the six slots to uh, be able to qualify for the British Open. Matt Kuchar uh, won it that year. Uh, but he shot 74-72. Um, he almost jarred out on a par three. So I was able to, uh, you know, caddy form a lot of fun. So when I heard that he was going to be there this week. He had just lost in a shootout last week in the Champions Tour event up in Dallas. Uh, I had to go give him a little shout-out and give him a little tap on the shoulder and, and ask if he remembered me. And, of course, he's not. Of course, he did not. He's played thousands oh. of rounds uh, since then, I'm sure. Come on, Steven. Um, but we got, to, we got to reminisce a little bit. He remembered the event, but, of course, did not remember this beautiful face. So I didn't take it, I didn't take it uh, to heart. But I feel like I gave him that little bit of juice to go out there and crush the field and win this week. So shout out to myself. Credit to me. I'll be looking for my uh, my couple percents in the mail mm. as soon as he gets back home to Arizona. Most most importantly, don't let me down, guys. Mm-hmm. Did either of you get Jansen or Alker to commit to coming on weekend at Berkman's? Uh, I, I mentioned the pod. I did not get a commitment. I, I, mean, I know a guy who knows a guy, yeah. Yeah. and I can make a call. Especially okay. now that he is a Champions Tour winner, and now that he remembers his face and this luscious beard, I think I can do it. I think Any he could guesses? be our first guest. Any guesses what he took home for that first place win? What's that Champions Tour uh, cash like? I'm going to say I'm somewhere gonna in the 350 range. I'm saying 350. 425. 345, right on. Mark Snyder, get him on prices right. Yodley. Not bad. Not bad. Thank you. But uh, three rounds. So, anyway, uh, back to the, uh, the regular tour. So, we had the Mexico Open this week. John Rahm holds on at uh, Villa Hidalgo. Somewhere in the mm-hmm. middle of Mexico. Uh, for the listeners, that is the heart of the textile industry in Mexico. Uh, so just a little bit of knowledge there 
for you. Uh, I don't know, not uh, not terribly exciting for me. Uh, looking forward to some of the weeks coming up. I think we've got the PGA coming up in a in a couple of weeks at mm-hmm. uh, middle of May and Southern Hills. Uh, mm-hmm. You boys went to school in in Oklahoma. Either one of you spent uh, any time at Southern Hills? Know anything about it? Great course. I think it got redesigned uh, after. I think Tiger won. Tiger won it last. It's been a couple decades, maybe, but it's been redesigned since then. I did know that uh, they they put a lot of work into it to kind of beef it up a bit. Yep, beef it up a bit for the the longer hitters. Some of us don't need any extra length <clears throat> on the golf course, <laughs> uh, golf courses. Um, I kind of like the shorter target golf. Um, but no, I've heard it's, I've heard it's in fantastic shape and, uh, I've been there. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous layout, gorgeous piece of property. I've not played it. What do you, what do you compare Tulsa to? What I, I mean, uh, what I think of Tulsa I think the salsa, but I also think a no water landlocked, just kind of, you know, run of the mill. Is, is Tulsa? You guys have any comparisons for the listeners out there? It's a, it's a lot like Oklahoma City. Okay. All right. Great comparison. Very. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. All right. <laughs> Oklahoma City doesn't uh, float your boat. I mean, it's a lot like uh, Wichita. Okay, Wichita. I would right. compare. I have not been to Cincinnati, but I'm going to guess it's like Cincinnati. Come on. Um, here's the thing about Tulsa is that I've been there a couple times. Have some history with Tulsa. Once the sun goes down, the place is empty. All lights go out. Doors are shut. And it as soon as it hits eight o'clock, sun goes down. Uh, in the summertime, not a car out, not a peep on the street. It is dead quiet. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's an older town. Hasn't grown out of the late sixties when there were still some oil companies there and, uh, yeah, needs some gentrification, I think, but maybe this, uh, PGA champions, uh, PGA championship will do it. Bring back some energy to the sleepy town. Well, we certainly <laughs> look forward to Phil, uh, defending, trying to get, he has back put in, in his application to play good graces. So yeah. he'll, yeah, no, he'll be back. All right, let's talk about round ball, everybody's favorite. Got a few months left in the season, uh, just getting started on the playoffs. <laughs> round one Move. of 20 of the playoffs, here we go. Moving into the second round. So, Stephen Haddix, big-time Dallas guy. You must have been super excited to see them go to the second round. Oh, yeah, I mean, you better believe it. Uh, watched every game, just kidding. I caught about 10 minutes in total of the first round. Um, credit to me. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to go play. The, they were Dallas's number four seed in the West. They're going to go play the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I mean, Phoenix was a super hot team this year, hot last year. I don't know what the record is against Phoenix, but uh, – I mean, not having that home court could be really big. So I think they got to start. They got to take a game in Phoenix. If this is going to be a series, I think they got to take one the first two in Phoenix. That's my prediction in order to make this a good series. I used to love old school NBA basketball growing up. I mean, you guys remember any of those old time players on the Suns? Dan Marley. 
Cedric Sabalos, Barkley, Charles. How how Sir far Charles, back? Are we, yeah, how far Barkley? back are we going? I mean, has, has Kevin, Phoenix been around? Uh, Sean Marion, Kevin Nash. Johnson. Oh man, back in the I day, you, I, th- I thought you were going to be like Bill Lambeer and the you know, <laughs> Detroit Pistons and stuff, but okay. I mean, when you said old school, I'm thinking Kareem. I'm thinking Magic. I'm thinking, but no, okay, you're going like newer old school, like '90s. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Stephen, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a chance to redeem yourself. Any idea what country uh, Bogdanovich is from? Obviously, Mavs had to take him down. He missed a three to send it into Game Seven. Um, I'm at Bog. Bogdanovich. I'm going to guess <laughs> Serbia. That's what I would have guessed. I got a lot of those in my family, the bitches, but uh, it's actually Croatia. So we'll give you another chance. Croatia is, you know, they're right. Aren't they next door neighbors? So, I mean, I'm only a couple hundred yards away. That's right. <sighs> All yeah, right. Yeah. Geography, got, not as strong suit. We got my Sixers. So Sixers also move into the next round. Uh, don't know if you guys have been keeping up with Doc Rivers, but he is uh, quite the lightning round, uh, lightning rod right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, actually, uh, he, I don't know, they were up, I think, like 30 points with uh, three or four minutes to go. And he still had Embiid in the game. And uh, Embiid ended up getting a concussion, I think a uh, – Fractured orbital. Yes. And so he's Doc Rivers taking a lot of heat right now, and Beat's going to be out the first two games. Um, but uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, to the Sixers continuing on to the second round. The Mavs in the second round, uh, obviously, and we got East and West here, so we can root for them equally. We'll be keeping an eye on uh, on round ball. All right, let's go ahead and move into uh, drink review. So uh, I'm going to assume this is your third episode by now, so you're aware of the format. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Mark. What you got for us this week? Yeah, I like to um, <clears throat> introduce maybe a lot of listeners that are west of the Mississippi to uh, a Yingling. It's a traditional lager. comes from America's oldest brewery. Uh, it's, it's a really nice uh tasting lager you know so lagers i would say or this one looks brownish uh amberish in color is probably what they'd call it uh, I'd, I'd say it's easy drinking kind of not overly heavy but not not light like my Michelob ultra from last week um i was needing a lot of, more water last week uh, but this week I, yingling i mean i think it's fantastic i i remember the days of people would be traveling east of the mississippi and uh, I'd, I'd, I'd give them an extra 20 spots so they could pick me up a case at their local gas station on their way home before they cross the Mississippi. Now, Yingling has wised up and or figured out supply chain, and uh, now you can get it anywhere uh, in America, I, I believe. Uh, I love it. Uh, I, I don't know if it's because of the mystique or because it actually is a great tasting beer. Um, a, lot of, a lot of good memories of getting this out east. Uh, traveling with you fellas, and uh, I highly, highly recommend you pick up Yingling Lager. It's in a red can, uh, or or a uh, kind of a greenish tinted bottle if you find it at your uh, local 
local package store. So I highly uh, encourage you to pick that up. Highly recommend I do it again. Yeah, there's uh, there's no debate there. Uh, pretty much the uh, perfect pairing with a cheesesteak sandwich oh. out of Philly. Now you can pair it with anything across the U.S. I mean, I before we got Yingling out west, it was Shiner, mm -hmm. but now oh. I don't have to sell it anymore. And I just it's mm -hmm. it's Yingling for me all the way. Great domestic, pretty tough to beat. Steven, yeah, when it uh, the bourbon when hunter. we first got Yingling at HEB, I went through a couple cases in about uh, two weeks. So you had to slow down on those. <laughs> we might need to get you into a doctor and have your liver checked. <laughs> hey, you know what? I like to have fun after work and uh, a beer here and there or two after work ain't going to hurt anybody. Throw in those Michelob right. Ultras and you'll get some water to flush you out there. All right. <clears throat> So Stephen does our hard liquor reviews. Uh, now he had promised that once we got into the Apple podcast store, which we're in now, folks, momentous occasion, he would bring out something special. So uh, I don't know what kind of hoochie's got this week. I'm expecting Pappy Van Winkle, something to that effect. So Stephen, what you got for us? Well, you really set me up for failure when you said Pappy. So, yeah, no Pappy. I don't have that kind of cash to pay secondary and haven't been lucky to uh, been in the lottery to get that. But I got one of the next best things, what some bourbon hounds would consider one of the best drinkers for the price. I have Eagle Rare. Nice 10-year whiskey out of Buffalo Trace Distillery in Kentucky where the best juice is made. Uh, this is a good one. It's a solid 10-year single barrel. Um, it is really hard to come by. It is allocated for $30 uh, plus some tax to our nice government. It is one of the best drinkers and best priced uh, pours that you can have. It is smooth. It's got a lot of flavor. It is by far my favorite. So when I'm able to find a bottle, I'm of course buying it. And uh, really only break this out on special occasions. So for us guys, being now on the Apple Podcast Store, all of our listeners, all, all those out there, make sure you subscribe. Listen to us every week. Here's a little cheers to you, an Eagle Rare pour, and a nice little chug here. I think I'm, I think I'm tearing up a little. Thank you, Stephen. You got it. At least I could do. Mike, what are you drinking? Well, you know, I just I pulled out all the stops for you guys. Uh, wow. yeah, I just, I, I just, I'm wholehearted for this podcast. So, um, uh, whole paycheck. So this is, uh, oh. today comes from nine zero three brewers out of Sherman, hmm. Texas. You guys Sherman, know where that Texas. is? Yes. Stone's on, uh, throw Oklahoma Oklahoma. Yep. That's right. Uh, this one is called Pretzel Day Stout. Uh, April 26th was National Pretzel Day, in case you didn't know that. Uh, love that Antion's uh, sponsorship opportunity there. So this one actually has reference to The Office. So it's got mm. Michael Scott's mug. Uh, and this, uh, if you remember the episode, so this is a double bonus here. Okay. Uh, you know, he, he, they announce over the loudspeaker that it's pretzel day and they go down and the vendors make it. And he says, you know, I got, uh, I don't know, 
cinnamon, chocolate, white chocolate, fudge, M&Ms, blah, blah, blah. And Michael says, can I have them all? You guys remember what the vendor says? Oh, yeah. This is the works. You got it. So uh, that, that's what this is. Now, this one is, uh, well, it says it pairs with paper and office supplies, a sugar rush and a sugar <laughs> crash. Um, but this one is 10% alcohol by Ooh, volume, basically a wine. Baby cakes. Um, now, I love Kentucky bourbon stout out of Founders. And, uh, you know, they made that something you can just pretty much go into any store now and buy. It used to be really hard to get. Um, so I was worried that this was going to be, you know, sort of barley wine, mm. uh, you know, way too sweet. But I I really like this, actually. Like, I, I think this is one of those, you know, 10% usually like, eh, you know, I'll have it once. I think this one is actually repeatable. So I I would recommend this one, especially if you're like, like I hate porters. I'm not sure how many years it's going to take on this podcast for me to do a porter. But uh, stouts I do like, but the ones that are higher in ABV, uh, if, even if you don't like stouts, I, I would give this a try and I would recommend uh, doing it again. It's, uh, it's syrupy. Shout out to Nance. Uh, it, it looks a bit like motor oil. It's Ooh. just a cornucopia of flavors, a uh, non-dictionary word for you there, Stephen. So this is a pretzel day stout by no three brewers. It's a definite recommend. Cheers, gentlemen. You know, that doesn't, everything that you said doesn't sound like something I would love, but I love pretzels. I love good Bavarian pretzel, that German heritage. So I think I'm going to have to find a place to pick one of those up, and I'm going to force myself to enjoy that with a nice salty pretzel. That sounds awesome. And the office reference, I mean, does it get any better than a pretzel in the office? I don't think so. Think no, so. I don't think These so These pretzels either. are making me thirsty. And there's a, there's a shout out to uh, Georgie. Uh, I look forward to the day that we get the NetJet over to Oktoberfest and the Hofbräu and the Pretzel and the On Location Pod. So that is, let's, uh, do, it. let's do it. Life goals, let's, life goals, gentlemen, life goals. Pen, pencil it in. Sponsorship opportunity. Next segment. This one is all about Pucks in net. We are into, I mean, does it get any better? We got NBA playoffs. Now we got the NHL playoffs coming in. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we continue to make a lot of mistakes. Uh, Stephen Haddock said that the stars would be playing the best in the West, and they're not. I don't really know how that fell through. Uh, Give him a chance to uh, redact, recount. Uh, make amends, but uh, we've got stars versus the Calgary Flames, and uh, I think that's starting up here pretty soon. Tomorrow, the day after, uh, Stephen, what happened there with playing the abs? You sound like that was a pretty sure bet. Yeah, no need to redeem myself. Uh, actually, the stars redeemed themselves, they actually won the last few of their games, and then the Nashville Predators. Couldn't find a put find a way to get pucks on net, and we bumped up to the seventh seed. Nashville Predators dropped the eight, so they get mm. the lovely opportunity of playing the Avs. Um, so I do have some friends that are Avs fans, so I was looking forward to some uh, friendly banter. But I like our chances 
versus the Flames a lot better. We don't have the best record against them this year. Um, I think we only had one overtime win against them. We had a couple close losses, so definitely uh, not coming off the best the best history with them. But the last time, fun fact, last time we played them in the playoffs, we beat them. A couple years ago, mm-hmm. in the playoffs, first round, we beat the Flames. So hopefully we carry that momentum into this series. Uh, it'll be fun. Starts Tuesday night. Uh, gotta love playoff hockey. Gets a little chippy. More uh, uh, gloves thrown down. A lot of good hits. So looking forward to it. You know what I'm not looking forward to is watching those games without Doc Emmerich. It's just it's not going to be the same. But I guess we've got to new. The he is the voice. It would be if you stripped Nance off of calling the Masters. It's this. It would be. It's the same effect. It's going to be a sad day when Man- Nance is not calling the Masters. Uh-huh. <laughs> Similar to our uh, round ball setup, we're going to have teams to cheer for here in the West and East. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and just make a decision on behalf of the podcast here. We're going to go ahead and go with the Toronto Maple Leafs out of the East. It's been 50 plus years. Since they've won a Stanley Cup, I think it's coming up on 20 years since they won a playoff series. So looking forward to uh, I think they were like second or third uh, in the conference. So looking forward to seeing if a uh, old school Canadian team can pull one out and start to redeem their name a little. So it's going to be interesting. So looking forward to the NHL playoffs coming up and a uh, shout out to the Seattle Kraken. Actually played today, but not in the postseason. They got about uh, 20 wins or so. So not as successful as the expansion Vegas Golden Knights, but uh, pretty cool logo and uh, good job, Kraken. See you next year. There's there's a team called the Kraken? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brand new team, an expansion team up huh. in Seattle. Um, they got the, their pick of the litter from each team to expand and um yeah they're over in the go ahead no i was just gonna say it's probably not easy to dismember parts of a team and add them back into another team and frankenstein together a hockey team it seems challenging to me you've never seen expansions teams i mean let's i mean i didn't know there was a team called calgary but maybe that's just the emphasis you put on the syllable for a city known as calgary but again, I'm also learning about all the other sports opportunities that are out there, like NHL, National well, Hockey then League. You would also be surprised to know that uh, Toronto doesn't start with a T; it starts with a CH. So uh, we'll go through the, you know, it's but like the is Queens Edmonton English. in it too. So Edmonton Oilers and Calgary. I mean, that, that's like an Alberta, Alberta, you know, special. province special, man. We got a lot of interesting storylines here. I'm not as dumb as it sounds, guys, on hockey. I mean, I'm a Dallas Stars you, fan. You just got to get out a little more there, Mark. That's I do. Okay. I do. We'll, I do. We'll, we'll I work on you. I know. Okay. Okay. I'm I excited. Mean, I, when you said that, I was like, have you ever heard of the Panthers and the Jaguars? I mean, a couple of successful expansion teams. Like, that's – I mean, it's Ooh, not that hard Okay, to be so successful. I do know a little more about that round ball. Um, those guys were not – successful initially nice also but not round well it's it's right. roundish in nature 
All right, let's move on to the next segment. Let's move Toasted on. nuts. We, yes. you know, we love coffee here on the podcast. Uh, now, Mark had, uh, I don't know, we, I guess we committed on his behalf to do some sort of live taste test here of the community. Mardi Gras coffee, which, I mean, Stephen and I just like coursing through the veins and the H-E-B San Antonio blend. We're not there. Uh, we'll, we'll get there next time. You know, next time. I, 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 was, I was thinking if Mark was a Batman villain, you'd be called the Waffler. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm not some namby-pamby member of the podcast here. You know, I, I go ahead and I, I help out where I can. So I went ahead and procured the Cafe Olay by H-E-B. Taste of San Antonio, medium body oh. with cinnamon, chocolate, and vanilla flavors. This mm. also says Taste of Texas. That's not real, but future podcasts will talk about Taste of Texas. That's oof, that's a whole other thing. Now, this is going to give Mardi Gras a run for its money, I think. Have you had so some? I'm, have you tried? Well, I have my uh, Wawa. Shout out to Wawa. Shout Another out sponsor Wawa. opportunity. Oh, great pretzels. Great yeah, pretzels. so I got a uh, Wawa tumbler here full of it. I tell you what, I, I'm i pretty impressed. So I, uh, I, I don't want to spoil it for the listeners, but mm. uh, looking forward to your live review. And, and you know what? You know what even may be better? If you could do some sort of blind taste test. Get I will do a blind else. taste test. Mm. I will have one of my... Uh, people, folks that live here, uh, aka children, uh, have that prepared for me. Um, yes, and uh, we will have that set up. I actually do, I bought it this evening, folks. The Mardi Gras is in the house along with my San Antonio blend, uh, from HEB that I have been enjoying for many, many, many months now. And I will do it live on air next time. I'll just say I don't. I don't think you can. You can go wrong uh, with either. With either, yeah, it uh, sounds like it. I said last time that my sister had, uh, you know, picked up some some K cups. Uh, sorry, Planet Earth. Um, and I went over there to to get some and uh, open the cabinet. Uh, no K cups left. So then oh. I made it over to Central Market, and thankfully Central Market carries some H E B products and. Uh, well, Same parent company, right? Say, H-E-B owns Central Market. Seems like that's a nice yep. mashup. But, uh, okay. Yeah. All, All right. But, uh, reflecting back on the first uh, episode of Coffee Storage, any updates there, Mike? How's uh, the container storage going with your grounds? Everything still fresh as a daisy? Well, does the bag count as a uh, airplane? I think so. Uh, yeah, I okay. think so. I, I, yeah, I think so. Okay, so you're, so you're I have okay, good. I have progressed from moving them to the freezer to the counter. So okay. right. moving forward. Yep, good. Let's switch gears here and talk about everybody's favorite. And I'm talking about delicious chicken wings. Now they're, you know, everybody's got their favorite, <laughs> whether it's wild wings or you know some of the pizza places used to have decent wings not so much anymore i felt like they they went up in quality now they come back down uh tough to get a bad piece of chicken at uh, chick-fil-a but uh you know this is a funny one for me because i think steven 
pretty much hates Buffalo Wild Wings, but you know, Mark and I, I, mean, I think Ooh. we could eat practically every day, if not every meal there. I want to start with, you know, Stephen, what's the, what's the reason for your disdain with, uh, with Buffalo Wild Wings? You know, I can't put a finger on exactly why I don't like it. I don't know if it's the atmosphere, the wait staff, the sauce. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's mediocre. Uh, I, I like it with the guys. I like going there with y'all. Uh, but I would never, ever choose to go there by myself. I don't know what it is. I, I think wings are better with friends, I think. Uh, but if I had to choose a place to eat wings, I think I would go with – Wing stop that I like. And what wow. sauce do you like from Wing Stop? Oof, I mean the lemon pepper's really good, and their barbecue is probably the, one of the best. Uh, can't tell you exactly what it is. It's one of their barbecue. It's I think it's a hickory barbecue. It is really good. Now you got to tell the listeners: Are we talking bone in or bone out? Okay, there's only one type of wing. It is bone-in, whether you go with the drums or the flats. Boneless are chicken nuggets, and I will fight anybody on that (laughs) tooth and nail. Boneless are chicken nuggets. You can't tell me that's a wing. Wings have bones. End of story, period. Man. This uh, this podcast longevity <laughs> may be in jeopardy after that. We comment. went we what went about... three strong. We went three wow. episodes strong. <laughs> okay, All right, well, state your case. Tell me how they are wings. Let's get into it. Well, okay. So if they're not wings, why is there such a market for these things? I mean, you get them everywhere you go. They're a lot easier to eat. I mean, I can't tell. Like the flats, you know, okay, you know, pretty good tasting. Still, they got some kind of nasty strings in the middle. And then I get into the the little drumsticks, and it's like that's kind of got some nasty stuff in it. So I just like a nice piece of all white meat chicken, a little bit of breading, a delicious sauce dunked in blue cheese or ranch. I mean, I think it's pretty clear uh it's for the fork and knife eaters you know it's the people that want to be cool and pretend they're going out for wings but eat with a fork and knife wings are meant to be eaten with your hands get dirty use the moist little palette lick your fingers all 10 of them yeah yeah i I can i don't get me wrong i've had some uh boneless but wings are better well mike truly i'm gonna i'm gonna rock some people somebody mutes here Yeah, yeah, mute mute this guy. Um, I'm a huge fan of Buffalo Wild Wings. I do believe that um, the the BW3, I actually do know the the history of what BW3 stands for. We don't have to go into histrionics of all the the, the restaurants and the names, Buffalo, New York, and some people say Memphis is the wing cap. Yeah, listen, here's the deal. I'm a sauce guy. Sauces make the wing or wing part or chicken part all the better. And I do believe Buffalo Wild Wings has cornered the market on the sauce, not only the spectrum, but the scale of spice, the scale of sweetness. To me, that's that's one of the most impressive uh, sauce lineups. And uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The little extra lanyap they got now with 
the dry rubs is, is, is on point. And I think that's uh, fantastic. So I love me some Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm going to rock your world here with I, what I think is one of the best chicken wing places on earth that I've ever eaten. And I've had chicken wings on probably four, maybe five continents. That's right. There's not that many continents. And I think the best location and wing is in, uh, is in, and I'm going to, I'm going to ruin again, some listeners here. It's in the state of Colorado. Yep. We're going to start there. It's in Breckenridge, Colorado at a place called Eric's or downstairs at Eric's and they have the famous Eric's baked wings. This is an experience unlike any experience of wing you've ever had. It's it's a a baked wing that creates this crispiness to it that I have never experienced before in a traditional wing and I'm talking about the wing or the drumstick not the boneless and you get them in a buffalo flavor it only comes in one flavor because again it's it's a time sensitive thing uh they put them in the oven and bake them and i'm telling you you will never want to go back to the normal bone in wing ever take my word for it go to eric's breckenridge main street you got blue cheese you got ranch it comes with some carrots I would say get that as your appetizer and then get their the garbage pizza as your main your main course and you will walk away a happy camper. So it's a baked chicken nugget if I read through the fact so there's no bone. No, there's bones in this one. I'm I'm giving ah, you okay. a run on the board for you weirdos that like bones in your buffalo wings. Um, another tally. Uh, right so it, they are boned in they're not deboned. They're boned, and uh, you can get them deboned, but they're not as good. And these baked buffalo wings are on point. Eric's at Breckenridge sponsorship opportunity. Um, right. You got to get there early. The wait is insane because they have an arcade attached, so it's a children's mecca. You got food, you got a bar, a lot of taps, and an arcade. Dave and Buster's at Breckenridge. Whatever you're doing now, if that's not going to work out for you, you got to place Chamber of Commerce to Denver. Oh, yeah, Denver. Uh, if you're not in Denver, head to your – don't listen to Steven. Head to your local Wild Wings. Yeah, they got, you know, more flavors than Heinz got pickles. Uh, if you happen to be in the Dallas area, come to Duff's. This is oh. a place that started out in Buffalo, New York, same as Chick-fil-A. You're not going to get a bad piece of chicken there. They got great sauces. They got some deal where you get 20 wings. So that way you and your weird friend can get, you know, boneless and bone in. You get mm. fries, deep fried in something, I don't know, crack, whatever, and a pitcher mm. of beer, Duff's. So whenever... Duff's is fantastic. Whenever you guys finally get up here and we do an on-location, we do a Dallas trip, we're going to head over to Duff's and it's going to be delicious. All right. Time for Marnak, the mediocre. Time to bust out that MetLife envelope. The question, if you remember last week, is pretty bold prediction. No more majors for Tiger Phil. Question winning, this winning. Week, to be clear, it was winning, not participating. Yes. Winning. Thank right. you. 
this week, a little less consequence. So Mark, you're uh, let's call it good with your money. When will you get a new car? Either because I don't know, it stops working or you decide that a 15 year old car is no longer needed. Uh, to all of my, um, I just opened the envelope. I, I can see the answer, but I just want to make sure everybody's clear here. Being good with your money and, you know, taking care okay, of- Okay, Dave Ramsey, here okay. we go. <laughs> the, answer, the answer that was in the envelope was 2024 plus. So, uh, you know, it, I, I got a car, let's call it a Nissan Maxima because that's what it is. Um, it's old, but it runs and I take good care of it. And I really view transportation. It's not like a nice watch or, you know, a piece of jewelry, right? It's a thing to get you from point A to point B. And so these guys give me a hard time my, about my car, but it just, it's, it's just a car. I mean, I, four doors, an engine and a steering wheel and an AC because, you know, the heat's hot. Um, and it holds my golf clubs and I go from point A to point B. That's it. It's a car. Like, I, I feel like there's other things you buy and invest in. And it's a depreciable asset. I got, I don't understand why you'd want to have something like that that just sits there and drains you of any sort of net. I mean, I could go on and on, but 2024 plus, we'll see how she hangs up, holds on. <laughs> she's over a hundred thousand miles um, and purring like a kitten. Thank you. I, I got to say though, Mark, I think it's about every couple of times I see there's new dents. So I'm, I'm kind of okay. concerned. <laughs> That so here's if the we deal. go another couple of years, what it's going to look like given the dents and scratches I've seen so, recently. Again, here's the deal, folks. Like, there's multiple drivers in my house. <clears throat> um, and I'm not trying to blame anybody. Let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Okay. We'll have another yeah. segment. Yeah. I introduced you guys to F1 last week. I'll introduce you to the auto industry. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk Thanks. about cars. We, we will help you. With okay. that purchase, that's going to be Thank fun. Thank you. All right. So 24. Plus. Getting to the end here. Uh, Bill Murray oh. in the news, not yeah. not for good reasons. I, I, I couldn't get to the bottom of it. Uh, you know, there apparently he did something on a set of a movie that uh, wasn't too savory. Uh, but, you know, olden times, Bill Murray... Pretty good. Pretty good movies. He eventually transitioned into the Wes Anderson stuff. It got a little weird for me, too pretentious. Mm. Uh, but old school Bill Murray. What, what do you guys remember? I'm going to start with Mark. Um, oh, what do I remember? What's I mean, OK, so I mean, we, we clearly have to start with one of my the favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, it's, it's, it's gotta be Caddyshack, you know, and just as clearly while not necessarily the lead role, I believe, um, you know, he was, he was the reason that um, many of us talk about the goofers, you know, and I think that was probably one of his greatest acting um, uh, forays into the silver screen that there's ever been, to be honest. I mean, I don't know. That was probably what, early 80, 80s, maybe 1980. I don't know. I, I don't have it up. But I think I think he was 
that that's probably that's probably the first Bill Murray movie of my you know my time that I remember loving and and just thinking he was the best and funny. What about you, Stephen? Young yeah, young whippersnapper. First introduction is definitely Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. um, you know when I was when I was a youngin. But yes, my all time favorite with Bill Murray, just like Mark, it is Caddyshack. I mean, how can you beat that performance? Um, so many quotable lines, so many good laughs in there. Uh, Caddyshack is 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 timeless, and I try to watch it at least once a year and get good laughs every single time. Bill Murray is a large part of the reason why I'm laughing at that movie. Mike, what about you? You know, I could have gone with Ghostbusters, uh, Stripes, mm, Groundhog. That's a good one. Groundhog Day, I never miss. Uh, you got to keep the talent happy. An important thing of this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with What About Bob? And uh, you know, it's just it's just the horse sense of the guy to make just an incredible comedy. And he, he had many of them, uh, you know, not in the uh, favor of the media today, but uh, old school Bill Murray, just a classic. And, uh, you know, this is some sort of sports golf podcast. And obviously he's out there at the, uh, I don't know, AT&T every year or whatever. But uh, yeah, Bill Murray, hope you uh, hope things work out for you. Time to close. So we're going to go to local knowledge. And uh, I'm going to start with Mark. What are your thoughts for the week? Thoughts for the week? Uh, you know, I'm coming off a pretty high high here of getting to play in the uh, the, the Pro-Am last week uh, with Mr. Jansen. That was that was awesome. And I played the member guest here with a good, good friend of mine at the uh, uh, Pine Forest Country Club. I, I, I didn't play great on day one. I, uh, I laid a lot of sod over top of 80 yard wedges. Um, but you know what? The key for me is I got back up. So we, 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 we may or may not have, um, won a hole the first day and that's 27 holes. Uh, the next day though, uh, we came out and we won both of our matches and we did it because, you know, we, we said, Hey, what, you know, we fell off the horse, but we're getting back on. And my my encouragement for folks out there is, you know, life might might hand you a defeat, but hey, it's what you do after the defeat that matters. Uh, we were out of it pretty much on like hole eight, you know, and we only had forty holes to go. <clears throat> uh, but we said we're going to keep playing. We're going to keep playing, and uh, the the food was fantastic. The camaraderie was fantastic. But last, I mean, I'm riding a high this week. Um, you know, it's it's uh, nearing the end of school for for my kids. It's nearing the uh, summer season. Uh, I'm just getting excited for the summer, you know, and uh, I'm looking to learn how to hit an 80-yard wedge again. Uh, I haven't been able to do that in what seems like 15 rounds of golf or more. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But I think there's a lot of opportunities this summer that I'm really excited about. That's where I'm at, Mike, you know, riding the high and keep it, keep it going. Um, I'm going to work hard this week. Uh, help the shareholders of, of the company, and uh, we'll see where that brings us next weekend. Into Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day, gentlemen. It's Mother's Day. We all have mo- a mother. That's it. That's all I got. Good call. Thank you. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. 
sure the uh, listeners will come in with some advice, but uh, I think making the uh, clubs all the same length worked for Bryson. So maybe I know. Uh, I, I thought about that. Actually, I thought about getting rid of all of my clubs and turning them in for a tennis racket at about hole nine. But uh, never gets I kept, old. I kept playing. Joke never. Joke never gets old. Bing, bing, bing. Miss, Mr. Haddix. Well, mine's not as sentimental as Mark's there, but uh, you know, I'm my thought for the week is I'm excited for some R and R going down to Mexico. Uh, going to play a little golf. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Excited to relax the mind, uh, have some drinks, have some good food, have some fun. Uh, but really for me, thought of the week is I feel like a proud dad right now. I'm taking moral victory um, in uh, Stephen Alker winning today. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Alker, prepare uh, for me to reach out to your PR team. We're going to try to get you as a guest on the pod. So uh, you could potentially be our first guest, or if nothing else, a future guest, hopefully recurring once we get you on. But yeah, I've been riding high this afternoon after he's won, um, taking solace in this. So congrats, Stephen Alker. Enjoy that nice paycheck. I'll accept a small fee at some point. Michael. Stephen and Stephen. Stephen and uh, Stephen. Uh, you know, uh, got, got a lot of things. Uh, I could do, I will, uh, you know, I'll leave some for future podcasts. Uh, Mark, I got to admit, after the Robert Saturday reference last week, I I was a little skeptical about Josh Groban. I was thinking you were thinking Josh Brolin, uh, but but you were right. Josh Josh Groban was, in fact, in that vindication in that episode. Um, I also mentioned Carbone Dallas, first Michelin star restaurant here. Uh, yeah, when you guys make it up here, we'll go to Duff's. We'll do the full spectrum. We'll do Duff's full and we'll spectrum. do Car- Carbone Dallas. But May 27th, um, after many back and forth with the, uh, I don't know, holding company, finally secured some reservations that weren't at midnight. So May 27th, I will be going there. Mm. I will be having a full review I cannot wait. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm going to end with it. It's a big weekend for me coming up. I'm, I'm going to Indy. I uh, got the mini marathon there, half marathon. Uh, part of that is on the track itself. So uh, you guys will have to find another post uh, if that happens to be my, uh, my last days. I, I'm going to try to, you know, try to do the full 13.1 but uh thank you thank you steven i think we might have to do it a little later in the week so looking forward to that i'm gonna need a, a little recovery time maybe i'll maybe i'll call on phil do a little uh, ice bath mm. get me back into some normalcy but uh pen relays for this weekend not going to be as exciting as that but uh i am really looking forward to it always good to be back in indy not going to st elmo's this time uh, next time, though, for sure, if you haven't had the shrimp cocktail with the horseradish sauce, uh, cocktail sauce at St. Elmo's, you're you're really missing out. Got to get there before you die. So that's going to do I it. I wish you best of luck in mm-hmm. your half marathon. I recommend watching the Office episode. Learn to carbo load. Learn to uh, avo- uh, avoid nipple chafing. So really recommend that. That'll help prepare you for success in Indy. Best of luck. 
give us your bib number. We'll follow you and all of our listeners will follow you and give you support. And, and ordering a taxi mid-race. I think that yes. will also help. Yep. Critical. All right, that's going to do it. Another one in the books. Thanks, everyone, for joining Weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a great week, and we will see you next week. And uh, happy Mother's Day in advance to all the mothers. Take care.